Hello everyone and welcome to the 177th, nope, 78th episode of the Pointing Plan <laughs> Podcast. My name is Benedict. You know, you may know me. Ah, it's I'm sorry. We, we went a week without potting. I'm, I'm completely thrown <laughs> off. I'm so sorry. You may... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, mm. TV shows, cocaine bear, a bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my friend, co-host, and some could say the cocaine bear himself. Frederick. <laughs> I, some many say that actually. <laughs> Sorry, I should have said my gamer den having buddy because uh, before we started, mm. you did we, we we did have a kerfuffle as, yeah. as the kids call the it before we started. Cameras weren't working, um, and then they started working, and you had a background that you described as a gamer den, and I was just generally confused by the whole thing. Um, but also slightly intrigued, and now he started adding Amazon wishlist for his own gamer <laughs> den. It's all very confusing. Now I need to make my own man cave. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but we're back. Oh, we are back. We had not potted in, I want to say, like nine or ten days? Possibly. Too long. Can I just say, we, we do often open these with, we're finally back, like as if every week is a, a majestic comeback for us, but that's just how, how we do with our, yeah. our crazy schedules. <laughs> yeah, we're back! Yeah. Everyone's like, okay, did, did these guys ever leave? Yeah. Uh, today, what are these tomfools on about? <laughs> we're going to be talking a little bit of news, mainly the Oscar winners from last night. Um, Ooh, and then okay. we're going to be doing some reviews for some Cocaine Bear and some mm-hmm. Threed, which... Uh, Threed um, and Cocaine Bear, a perfect ex- combination. <laughs> very excited to talk about both. Um, yeah, and then I'm thinking maybe next week we hit some mini reviews, possibly talk The Last of Us, because I haven't seen the finale yet, Ooh, but... Uh, I've not seen the finale either. All good stuff. So, um, there are time codes down below. Do we want to dive into this week's episode, perhaps? I think we, I think we honestly just dive I into it. I think we should do it, maybe. Since, since, that, since we're back. Since, <laughs> since we've made a, a miraculous return. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. I, I was going to do, like, this was going to be a news episode as well, but the news is rather hmm. stinky this week. So I think we just start with the Oscar winners and go from there. Are we just going straight in for the Oscars? We're going for them, them Oscars. Uh, did you watch <laughs> the Oscars? Uh, or any clips I, of them? I did not watch the full thing, but I did watch a few uh, of the speeches, and I saw all the people or all the th- people slash movies that won. Mm. Uh, so I'm I'm up to date. Okay, can, can I just say also on the on the world famous Oscars, I do kind of wish that they had a more accessible way to view them because like no one mm. has TV anymore, and like I'm I don't have the sky package or whatever it is like if, no, if there was a convenient way to view them i feel like it would actually especially being in a film class i feel like having like an oscars kind of watch party just have a have a couple beers be great be good fun it would freaking uh pump up their views as well which they <laughs> which they are falling dramatically which were only helped by <laughs> will smith did you see the inevitable many will smith jokes that were made i i did i did see uh the nuttiest kim will be like and if anybody tries to get up here and slap me, you're gonna have to go through Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Steven Spielberg just sitting there looking like the nutty looking man he ver- is, looking very scared, um, <laughs> looking very close to collapse. <laughs> to be fair, from the clips that I saw, I did enjoy that they got Jenny the donkey out. That was pretty good. Um, I have not seen this. What? 
Did they get did they get Jenny the donkey out? They did. Uh, it was crazy. That I didn't know your mom was going to be able to make the flight to Los Angeles. Ah, ah, but they did actually. They did, no, they did though. They did actually have a donkey up there. No, but they, they did fly your mom out. Though, <laughs> she was great. She had a great stage presence. Her and Kimmel have great chemistry. No, it, was, it was awesome to see your your uh, your mom on the stage as well, next to the director of Cocaine Bear. Ah, ah we've done it again. Bear. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> but in, in terms of the winners, I mean uh, the. Ki Hoi Kwan and the Brendan Fraser speeches, pretty emotional, pretty wholesome. Very emotional. Um, I, I will say, I did, I did slightly cringe when, <laughs> not cringe, but I was oh, like, no. ah, Fraser, when he's like, so this fucking <laughs> multiverse is like, like it Fraser. It wasn't the strongest opening. A disturbing lack of laughter was, after he said that. <laughs> it was like a slight, I don't want to say boomer meme, but like it was a, a little bit strange. But but he gets away with it because he's Brendan Fraser. You know, he's such a wholesome man. Yeah. I did also enjoy, there were a bunch of memes that were like, I can't believe Austin Butler lived as Elvis for three years and lost to George in the jungle in a fat suit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's got to hurt. Have you seen Austin Butler doing that like Elvis thing always, all the time? Uh, oh, yeah, where it's like he can't really get out of the character. He's like, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Uh, that joke fucking so bad. So. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, this is real life. You're not in the multiverse. So. <laughs> I would have <laughs> delivered that. I don't know. I was about to slide into my Stallone for some reason. I would have <laughs> delivered that much better than you, Brendan Fraser. God, what a terrible, terrible <laughs> thing that you possibly say at Halloween. <laughs> I was about to slide into my Stallone. Are you possibly say at a big Hollywood sex party? Anyway, uh, I was happy to see... Your my Stallone. Stallone <laughs> smiles in his gimp suit. I feel like Stallone is not the kind of man who would wear a gimp suit, but does that make him the perfect candidate for it? He's definitely the kind of man who would own one. Just to, <laughs> just to say he has it. Just to check off a bucket list item. Yeah, no, I see it. Um, for, for what the kids call clout, he would have it. <laughs> But I did enjoy, oh, actually, I'm actually looking forward to talking about Creed 3, because there's a, a couple, like, non-Creed 3 movie things about Stallone, about Michael B. Jordan, things to talk about. Some gossip, if mm. you will. Um, Ooh, I love gossip. But I think it was a good choice, everything, everywhere, all at once, winning Best Picture. Obviously, Top Gun Maverick got uh, got robbed in every category, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm, um, of course. To be fair, that would have been objectively the funniest thing if Top Gun Maverick won <laughs> Best Picture. <laughs> Um, yeah. Cruz did not attend though. As soon as I saw that headline, I was like, "He knows some shit. He knows it's not going to win." I mean, to be fair, yeah. everyone kind of I mean, knew. But was it Cruz and who? Who else didn't attend? James Cameron. Uh, yeah. James Cameron. Well, Which, there you go. Yeah, kind of, kind of stinky moves. Although it was for personal what? reasons. So like, if like you're, you know. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> were, were there were there personal reasons? Uh, the same reason, and was their personal reason just them having a nice dinner date? Mm. I thought you were going to go with, was it the same reason, and was it a Stallone-themed Hollywood sex party they were attending on Oscar <laughs> night? <laughs> was Stallone at the Oscars is the question. That's a really good question. Let's investigate. <laughs> right in, if you know. Anyway, um, the Oscars, by all accounts, were totally fine, and um, yeah. Big dub? Big dub. I, I will say, uh, I'm, not, I'm just going to call him short round. He, sure. he, uh, he, he did it. He, he did it. He did it. No, he's such a... I mean, look, I know TikTok edits are hella cringe, but I've seen quite a few of just, like, with, you know, the wholesome music of yeah. his speech and stuff. It's just like, ah. Have you seen know. the one where it's like the, I don't care. Yes, yes, I have. Much. And yes, him, yeah, and, him and Harrison was, hugging each other and all that. It's I was, pretty... I was worried he was going to snap every bone in Harrison's body <laughs> when he hugged him so tight. 
He's like, Harrison, I did it. And just mushes him. Harrison turns good, to literal Good ash. luck with, the, with your mush pain that feels like everything fell out of the sandwich. I feel like Harrison has that on a secondly basis. Uh, I did also see some pretty funny comments that were like, Harrison Ford hates literally everyone. Does so to see him smiling at Kiyo Kwan is is means he actually likes him. It would have been funny if Harrison mm-hmm. just like fucking frowned and slapped him away. <laughs> Get out of here! It's like Harrison, I did it. <laughs> Get out of here! Fucking dex him. Um, anyway, we're gonna move on to um. Well, real quick, actually, I did want to talk about while it's still like semi-topical. Just a quick little bit of UFC stuff. Um, you can skip Ooh. ahead if you're not interested, but some of this should interest you as a movie <laughs> fan as well, because <laughs> oh, yes. I think we're going to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal's UFC debut. Which <laughs> so, okay, so what, what, is, what is this? It's for Ra- was it Roadhouse? Is that a Roadhouse, that a which is an 80s movie with Patrick Swayze that they're remaking. I have not seen Roadhouse, but here's what I'm assuming is happening here is... What in the world? The word, so bizarre. The first Roadhouse, I'm guessing he's an 80s tough guy. I think he's maybe a truck driver. I don't know. But that was what you did in the 80s when you were a tough guy. In 2023, mm-hmm. when you're a tough guy, you're part of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, obviously. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking this is all going to be probably in like an opening montage or something of like, look how tough Jake Gyllenhaal is. He's a UFC champion or whatever. And actually, it is very weird that Conor McGregor is playing the villain when the UFC exists in this movie's world, that's going to bug me. Um, but mm. I won't get over that little fact. <laughs> but can I just say, because they filmed all this stuff in like tandem with the event. And it was so yeah. weird where they finished the official weigh-in. And then they were like, all right, uh, and now um, we're going to pass it over. <laughs> and then they like roll in this fake background. And like all the same presenters, everyone's there. And everyone just has to like watch Jake Jill <laughs> go out and flex <laughs> and like scream and stuff. God. It's so bizarre. What a king though. And, and he's like, just give me the fucking belt. <laughs> I was like, Jill. Um, and then he did actually Damn. have a UFC performance. And they, I mean, he did. To be fair, I mean, it's great marketing. Like they did. I mean, he walked out, he was in the octagon, like it was like a full, and it looked semi real. I mean, it didn't look that bad. He hit that flying knee. It was, it was pretty. I solid. did see the flying knee, which which led to a, a cheeky little Gyllenhaal knockout, and, the, um, and then continued pounding into the dirt with throwing the ref off. Yeah, and, he, and they had to they had to they had to get him off him. He was like a hound, <laughs> which is again kind of hilarious. They did this in the middle of the UFC event, so like I feel like if you're kind of half drunk in the, in the middle, event, were, were were they like so some fights had already happened? Or I what? think so because there were people in the audience, and I think because you didn't see it on the on the like I was gonna say telecast, like I'm a fucking. 80 year old uh, what's it called like on the on the broadcast you didn't see the actual thing happening but they cut to like commercial <laughs> i assume just in the middle of the thing they yeah they just filmed it and I, I feel like if you were at the event you would just be very confused when they start announcing a middleweight championship <laughs> bout starring jake gyllenhaal in the middle of it but especially if you're not a big movie fan yeah it's like yeah. who is who's this guy what <laughs> the champ's already here of course he is always the champ um but anyway champ of not showering was that him? That was John Hall, wasn't it? No way, it was, was, like, was, it was actually, yeah. God. I shower a lot less than people think I do, and now I <laughs> knock people out randomly in the UFC. <laughs> I mean, kind of alpha. But, um, yeah, no, good stuff for Jill and Hall. Um, just two other points on UFC that I thought you'd enjoy. There was a mm. guy who won with a big knockout, and afterwards he did, in fact, hit the gritty 
which was uh, ah, an unfortunate sight course. to see. This is the same man who also, <laughs> last time he won, he <laughs> he announced his wife was pregnant and then said, everyone in the division will be calling me daddy. So he's <laughs> had, a, had an interesting run so far. But um, who, who is this guy? He's called Ian Gary. He's this Irish guy. I actually like him a lot, but he's, uh, he's Ian having... Ian Gary. Possibly Gary. the most plumber name I've ever heard. <laughs> and then there was also just hilarious, because we talked about it a while back. Remember when I told you this like Swedish fuckboy looking guy called the pleasure man fought in the UFC <laughs> yes. and he went against like the most terrifying individual and immediately got fucked up. Uh, he was uh-huh. back and <laughs> it was just, it's just so funny. Cause every time I see him, he's like such a guy we would have gone to school with or something. And I'll walk out there like, he said his opponent's uh, pretty good looking, but not as handsome as him. And he's kind of like winking at the camera or whatever. And then his opponent walks out and again, it's like the scariest looking human being you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> pleasure boy has just no idea <laughs> of what's going on. How around did he him. get here? Um, to be fair, it was a very good fight. Although again, the pleasure man did once again lose uh, and did get beat up, but it was a good time. <laughs> the pleasure man <laughs> lost. Got he did also walk out to I'm bringing sexy back. So just a lot going on oh in that God. man's life. <laughs> world is this fucking character i actually love him so much i really want him to just keep coming back even though he loses every fight he's in <laughs> they just never cut him what's his what's his record uh god i don't know <laughs> can't be that great <laughs> but no good for him <laughs> sure <not. laughs> he's just oh and 70 <laughs> somehow in the <laughs> ufc <laughs> still with this unmatched confidence <laughs> <laughs> Thinks he is the hottest shit on this earth. <laughs> Gets beat up, immediately forgets, moves on to the next one. <laughs> Goes to fight Jake Gyllenhaal. I would actually watch the fuck out of that. Um, Do you think Jake Gyllenhaal could beat up some UFC fighters? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. What if it's the world champion? What if it's the pleasure man? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um Ugh. but anyway good stuff in the, in the ufc world um should we move on to some reviews we're just blasting through the show should. it's gonna be god damn it's gonna be sexy might have to put in some it's anecdotes good. at the end or something we have to fill some time it's gonna be a 20 minute episode <laughs> might have to think, <laughs> think of anything interesting that's happened um i have to turn this into a quiz episode <laughs> do we want to talk cocaine bear or creed 3 first should we uh, probably Ooh. cocaine bear? Shouldn't we? Save. Yeah, I, th- I, w- I would probably say cocaine bear. Spoilers for cocaine bear. Now, this is interesting. When I first saw it, I was very, I, I had a very good time. I'm not gonna lie. Since then, my estimation of it has gone down a little bit. And then I see you coming out of it saying it didn't even meet the bare necessities, which I did enjoy. To be mm. fair. So, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, again, it wasn't even that bad. Uh, actually, you know what? It was a weird time because I think I went to watch this movie not on a good day, and even though, um, and I hope they, I hope neither of them listens to this. Uh, my girlfriend, my friend, I went to watch with them. They weren't being overly chatty in the movie, so some of the fun bits I'd be like looking to the side, and then they'd be like, ah, they wouldn't be saying much. So I think if I if I'd gone with with my boy BHL, I think mm. it would have been possibly a, a more nutty time. Mm. Still a great time, though, guys, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I definitely don't hate your guts. Uh, I, I definitely love you both, but, like, <laughs> come on. Um, I 
was kind of I was I was very tired on the day as well. I ended up falling asleep for two minutes, not because of the movie, but just because I was like so tired. And then I woke up, and then <laughs> it was just like uh, I woke up just before the ambulance scene happened. I was like, what the? <laughs> well, I'm glad you woke up for the for the greatest scene in all of cinema, which was clearly it that. was such a good scene. That was a very good scene. Um, I think. I had kind of an opposite experience in terms of... I, I do agree that I think this movie, how much you enjoy it, does depend a bit on your cinema experience. Because mm. I went with a couple friends post-pint. So we were, you know... Oh, right. cinema pint. Oh, pint cinema. <laughs> cinema pint. God. Imagine <laughs> starting without the first pint. Uh, so I go cinema pint cinema. <laughs> already... <laughs> that's actually such a good idea. Uh, already feeling... <laughs> <laughs> pretty good uh it was a packed house weirdly like one of the first like quite full cinema experiences i've had here and <laughs> for cocaine <laughs> right and i like i don't i feel like it's been a while since i saw a movie where like the audience was like really into it like i don't know everything else you know people are like enjoying but no one's really like laughing that hard or kind of like you feel mm. that buzz and this one there was just like a really good buzz in the cinema just everyone was like having a good time with it uh, I don't think, that being said, it's not without its flaws as a film, which I'm sure we'll get to, but uh-huh. overall as an experience, I think it was a lot of fun, it achieved generally what it was going for, and it wasn't at, like, here's the thing, it wasn't like a Sharknado kind of thing, like, it was like a stupid okay. kind of like, I hate to say a clickbait movie, but you know what I mean, like that kind of title, mm. Cocaine Bear, but it clearly had a bit of like, a cleverish comedy writer behind it, you know what I mean? It did have a bit of substance. I will say, my girlfriend, after walking out, she said, Ew, that was the worst shit I've ever seen. I almost walked out. (laughs) Damn. Um, Not a fan of the cocaine bear. Not not a fan of the cocaine bear. But I will say, there were definitely things I really liked, i.e. the bear itself and the Mm -hmm. ambulance stuff. That was very fun. Yes. Um, and then, but there were some characters that I know, like it's not—it's a movie that doesn't take itself very seriously. But some characters I still found a little bit, uh, a little bit annoying. Which um, which characters are we talking here? We're talking mainly Henry. Which one was Henry? Henry was the little boy. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> shocker! I should have—I shouldn't even have asked. <laughs> Did you hate the uh, the drug dealer adults or the like fun park <laughs> rangers or the child actors who you notoriously <laughs> despise? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I just. All right. I just. I don't know. I, just, I, I thought I he was think okay. Because it was such an over the top. What do you say? I thought he was okay as far as child actors go. He wasn't that bad. Well. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't prompt okay, you, he, actually. I'm giving you. You're trying to hold back. I'm giving you reason. You're, to, you're, give, to you're giving me some, child. some substance here. Um, no, okay. I'll say the acting itself. Was, I just didn't really like what they did with his with, with his character, if you could call it that. Um <laughs> I, and I think for I was a little bit disappointed. And this is definitely my own fault, but I was a little bit disappointed for a movie that was so over the top in its violence. I would have found it so funny if like the whole thing was solved and then something truly terrible <laughs> happened to Henry. Yeah, yeah. At the end, like they're like all like standing like by the waterfall. They're like, oh, it's a happy ending, and then out of nowhere, like the bear just, <laughs> just Henry leaps into the into frame. <laughs> leaps into frame and. <laughs> Henry just starts screaming. I think that's so funny. I would have, to be fair, that um, would have been pretty good. Um, I will say I also enjoyed um, what's his name? The guy from Fam Modern Family. Oh, oh, was that him? Was that 
That Jesse was him. Tyler Ferguson. Oh. Huh. He yeah, he was fun. He was fun while he was there. He was he was did decent. You, did uh, you not like uh my favorite characters were Ice Cube Jr. and uh Alden Ehrenreich. I I thought they I were will fun. say I did enjoy I did enjoy <laughs> them. They gave me kind of a uh, lemon and little bit uh, and tangerine kind of vibe. Where where's that fucking guy been? Alden Ehrenreich from Solo. He was in one stinky Star Wars movie and now he's just been he's been I, gone. I don't know. He's a, I don't he's know. a cool guy. Cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing this for the past six years. This <laughs> <laughs> his life project. <laughs> Getting squished by a bear's vagina. That happens. That does happen. Long vagina when you think about it. I was going to say, I appreciate the the comedy of it all, but when he said that, I was like, where is your shoulder? Where is this this bear's vagina? The vagina would be in its neck or something. Can we get some anatomy on the cocaine bear? Does cocaine affect the placement of a bear's vagina? (laughs) Right in. Bill Nye, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, my main complaint would be... Kind of a little bit relating to what you were saying about, like, maybe at the end, it comes in and eats the fucking kid or whatever. I feel like it could have gone a little bit more absurd, a little bit more... Cr- it was a bit too that's, tame. That, that's I. That's exactly... like I think that was my main thing, because it kind of bordered on the... Not the board. I mean, I, I guess like you could say... like I think they could have just done it so... Because the movie clearly knows it's a stupid movie. Yeah. So why not just embrace that fully? Because I don't think it would have hurt if they just went over the top and just like... Like, a few more of the of the ambulance scenes. Yeah, like, I think the ambulance scene was, was... And the opening as well, which, by the way... During the opening, you'll be happy to know, um, my friend leaned over and said, that's Freddy, about the, uh, the camp oh, at the start. Let's go. <laughs> I, I will have a good and friendly word with your friend. <laughs> but, um, like, I think the opening's really fun, the ammo scene's really fun. I really enjoyed, spoiler alert, if you care about Cocaine Bear, at the end, when it's like a superhero movie and the cocaine falls into its nose and it, like, makes a heroic comeback. I thought that was hilarious. But mm-hmm. I think there's, w- especially at the start, there's way too much time with no Cocaine Bear between uh-huh. those there's a distinct lack of cocaine bear and cocaine bear <laughs> and I, I appreciated that it had like more character again it had like some substance to it but i think maybe you dial the character stuff back a little bit you up the absurd yeah. violence a little bit more i think as soon as one of the kids <laughs> this sounds like a fucked up thing to say but just as soon as one of the kids didn't die in that first exchange with the cocaine bear mm-hmm. i was kind of like ah, okay it's gonna be a bit more safe like none of the characters yeah. you really like are gonna die you know? Yeah. I, I, I might have zoned out for this bit, but why was it that the girl was taken to the freaking, like, cave? I, th- I thought the cocaine bear saw her as a cocaine cub and was going to, like, be her cocaine bear mother. But I think the girl just hid in the cave, which is a bad idea, I would say. Which is so, can I just say, <laughs> so stupid. Why would you hide in a cocaine bear cave? Bit of a- Also, how do you run away, leaving a trail behind you, run into the cave where the... and not get it's one of the stupidest things i've ever seen again it was a stupid decisions by stupid children (laughs) very true um i did also (laughs) i hate to say it find it a little bit funny the ray liotta character who like i mean rest in peace and he's great actor and he's great in this but the fact that like it says in loving memory to ray liotta after (laughs) again spoiler alert what what can be described as a bit of a gruesome death. <laughs> I was like, yeah. which I don't is this his final film appearance? Because if it is, if this is the last time audiences see him on screen, <laughs> that one's a bit fucked up, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think it is. Also, can it I just is. say I feel like we could have had a more brutal Ray Liotta death at the end. Cause 
all they kind of yeah. do is just like nibble on his guts or whatever. And like the ambulance scene, that fucking park ranger woman gets it way worse. <laughs> she does get it terrible. She, yeah, that's <laughs> and that, that whole thing with the like the teenage thugs as well. Mm. Very funny. That was very good. Yeah. Now all of that stuff yeah, was, or, was was what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, yeah, I, Ice Cube Junior was great. Mm. Where he like beats the three of them up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah, I did also uh, very much enjoy. When she's leaning into the stethoscope and goes, bear. And then it explodes from the door. <laughs> yeah. That was very good. Yeah. Bear. <laughs> I will say, fucking useless paramedics. Like, the woman's, like, bleeding out on the ground. They put a stethoscope on her. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, for a minute, it's like, calm down. Calm down. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you going to do with the stethoscope? Yeah. What's <laughs> Why happening? Why do you have a stethoscope out right now? It's a very good point. Actually, she's yeah. bleeding. You can see what's wrong. <laughs> You just hear bear. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I did. I did very much enjoy it on the night because, excuse me, Jesus, because we had a lot of fun with it. In hindsight, mm. you know, it could have been a little bit more cocaine berry, if you will. Um, yeah. But overall, I enjoyed. I would say I, I liked. Okay. Do you, if you have any more I've, points, by the way, you go ahead. I th- no, I think I've just got the. An almost an opposite reaction to, to to you, where it's like I didn't really enjoy it that much on the night. There were like a few points, like the ambulance scene, that I enjoyed. I think because the company I was with really didn't enjoy it whatsoever. Mm. I was like, okay, maybe this wasn't so good. But looking back on it, there are definitely things I enjoyed. There's some um, fun. a so Woody a Woody experience that that could have been a, a good Woody movie. I think it would have been a brilliant Woody movie. Um, so like. I think we always yeah we're we're kind of meeting in the middle. You you liked it to begin with. I didn't like it so much. We're both kind of just kind of mm. yeah kind of meeting at a little crossroads. Meeting here. in that um, beautiful cocaine bear medium. Oh, that, there's no better medium than the cocaine bear medium. <laughs> um, so I, I give cocaine bear like a six dead Henrys out of five Ray Liotas. Sure, I would go. 12 Rayliota intestines out of uh, 13 faces smashed against the concrete. Um, oh, spo- nice. Spoilers nice. for Cocaine Bear. I'll put that back at the store. <laughs> um, God. And then uh, the fact that also at the end with the, with the park ranger woman just lying smushed face on the pavement. <laughs> yeah. um, they just walk past, and the police also just don't seem to care. They just drive by her. <laughs> yeah, just don't it's like, what's going on here? These, yeah. The paramedics and the police are clearly terrible at their jobs. <laughs> Would you watch a Cocaine Bear 2, Cocaine Bears? Bit of an alien-aliens situation, because there are the cubs, of course. Ooh, I, was, I thought you were going to say Cocaine Bear 2, Electric Bearaloo, <laughs> which I think would be Sorry. delightful. I would have. I, I didn't need to ask you that, because I know the answer would have been yes, immediately. But Oh, uh, yes, of course. It, w- it would have been uh, a, need, a needless answer, or a question to ask. Um, but yeah, good fun, I'd say. Um, good fun. I think it's, it's already made, like, double its budget or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's been hugely successful. Again, like, a lot of people, like, I remember... It's just one of those where when it was like you see a post or whatever, and it's like, wouldn't it be funny if we went and saw Cocaine Bear? Come on, let's go see Cocaine Bear. Be a good Friday. Um, we're going to move on to Creed 3, a.k.a. Threed, which, by the way, I was listening Ooh. to a little bit of the poorly, not the poorly plan, the Weekly Planet, and I did hear them refer to it as Threed, and I would just like to say we came up with that incredibly hard God. to come up with joke first. Just it's, putting it's, it out it's there. It sounds, I don't want to say nothing, but it sounds like 
it was first the Tom Canoes. Mm. Now Threed. Are they next thing they're gonna say? They talk about a bunch of nonsense. Ooh. Are they? Are they trying Fourth, to? Fourth, they're gonna be like, "It's your hosts, Benedict and Freddie." <laughs> and then it's just gonna be us on the Weekly Planet. Would be a dramatic. And that's how drop we plan to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying they might be trying be trying to encroach on our territory. Um, yeah, might have to piss in a circle and, and scream at them. Right, cocaine bears. That's how I mark off my territory. <laughs> anyway. Threed. Um, before Threed. we jump into Threed, a couple things. Actually, there's going to be a bunch of stuff before we jump into Threed, related to Threed. Um, first of mm. all, actually, we'll talk about Stallone when we get to the film. Uh, I want to ask, did you see the super cool Michael B. Jordan clip where he was reacquainted with someone who used to tease him in high school? Did you see this clip? I did not see what? this clip. It was so. It was everywhere. What do you mean you didn't see this clip? It's so good. I don't... Is it is it a short clip? Because I'll quickly look at it now. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, it's yeah. You can you can look it up. I'll, I'll let uh, let's get a live reaction. It's such a cool clip. I I didn't even send it to you because I assumed you'd just seen it. All right, let's see here. I'm I'm just gonna search on TikTok. Hopefully, I'll I'll find it there. Michael B. Jordan, bully. Look that up. And you know we know each other. But the So basically, she approaches him, and she's, you know, now an interviewer, like, media personality or something, and she's like, we used to go to high school, and you can just see the look in his face of just, like... Yeah, he's like, he does the fucking Dwayne eyebrow raise, like, <laughs> it's like, did we know? I hate you. Yeah. And so apparently they used to call him, like, corny for, you know, trying to be an actor or whatever, and of course, you know, the clip gets ruined by, like, all the alpha grind set accounts that's like, make your haters your bitches or whatever, but, like, just as a... <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great quote to live by, to be fair. Um, Make your haters. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, just, a, just a cool clip. And then later on, Jonathan Majors comes in, and I just get the vibe that afterwards he was like, fucking hate that girl. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Jonathan, please. Also, don't you love their, their dynamic? They're now, like, best bros, apparently. They said they want to do, like, a De Niro Pacino-style career where they're just in a bunch of movies together. I would love that. That'd be pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but anyway, I, honestly, I really like Jonathan Majors. I do. I do as well. I think he's had a big comeback since starring in the season finale of Loki. <laughs> I would argue, which peak of his career, as we've established, was a low point for anyone in Hollywood. Um, but anyway, Creed three. Uh, I think I had a bit of a cocaine bear type experience with this one because Ooh. I had the worst possible fucking audience I've ever seen a movie with for this movie. Mm. And I'm not going to lie. So I saw it the first time on opening night and I think the audience kind of ruined it a bit. And so I was like, you know what? I'll go again tomorrow. Cause you know, I'm obsessed with these movies or whatever. So I went the next day. I saw it twice and I went early Oof. in the day. I was like, there'll be no one in the cinema. I'll have like a cinema to myself. It'll be great. It was even more crowded, and it was an even worse crowd the second time, and I was just oh. absolutely fuming. They were just, who, okay, quick BHL rant. Who still has the fucking, okay, I get it if you have your phone, and you have the audio on or whatever, like the sound effects. Who still has, like, the typing sound effect, and the camera click sound effect, and who leaves it on the cinema, and texts and takes pictures the entire fucking time? And then, I'm not gonna hate on kids Oof. like you do. I am going to hate oh, on the mother, however. Sounds like you are. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like you're about to hate on some kids. Of all the movies to take your literal toddler to, like actual two-year-old. Oh my god, was this a baby view, but it wasn't a baby view. It was not a baby view. 
it's an unacceptable baby pew moment. You are. Why did you bring your actual toddler to Creed Three and then hand him his fucking iPad halfway through the movie? So he'll shut up. Which was like, I don't know what's worse, the kid talking the entire time or him playing his fucking stupid frog game the entire movie. Oh my god, I was having a bad time. I like. I like the emphasis. Your actual toddler. <laughs> Why? Not your metaphorical toddler. You literally brought your actual toddler and watch him play his fucking frog game. <laughs> it was it was a bad time. So I think the first time I saw this movie, I had a kind of mixed feeling about it. I feel like the audience made it sort of hard to get into. Plus, mm. not to make excuses, but with movies that I'm very excited for, I feel like the first time I see them... You know, you're so, like, kind of hyped up and you're so focused on, like, everything that's kind of happening, like, what's going to happen with these characters that you can't really get into it, you know? So, uh-huh. second viewing, I feel like I got a better picture. But first, what did you think of it? Okay. I will say, I think the first half of the movie was very, very promising. I thought that was maybe possibly the best of Creed we've seen so far mm-hmm. of, across all movies, the, the first half. And um, by first half, then what s- do you what do you mean up to? By the way, should we sorry should we go spoilers? Yeah, should we just go full okay, spoilers. full spoilers for Creed three? Okay, so I think it was actually a very very good movie until the point where Jonathan Majors goes full on evil, <laughs> like full on evil douchebag guy <laughs> you're, you're on the frog. beach scene and. Uh, and Apollo would be ashamed of you and, and kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I'm going to push you over on the beach and all my, my cronies going to laugh at you. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm him. I'm, I'm, him I'm rizzing now. up your girlfriends subtly. I don't know if that was like implied or if that was just me picking up on that. But I feel happening. like it definitely was. He was totally, he was, yeah. He was absolutely putting on the riz. <laughs> you know, Jonathan Rizzler. I, <laughs> I know he, he can't turn it off really. Jonathan is a sexy man, but yeah, it was, it was totally he happening. He is, he is. No, but so... I think, personally, I think the movie would have been a lot better, like, so much better if they didn't make him out to be this, like, cartoonish supervillain towards the middle of it. Like, forget the whole, like, like I, he shouldn't have been connected to the guy who smashed Drago's hand, and he shouldn't be being a dick on the beach. If they cut that out <laughs> and just made it, like... Sorry, that's just my favorite activity, being a dick on the beach. <laughs> Just on an average Saturday morning. Classic Jonathan activity. <laughs> dick on the beach. Like, just don't be a dick on the beach. Um, it's very easy. It's so like if they taken the kind of he gets out of jail, they do like the slow buildup of like, oh yeah, I like you know the whole like the guilt aspect of like that Creed's feeling can still be incorporated in the movie, but just make it so that you can almost like kind of see both sides where. Like, I think at, at the end of the match, he wins against uh, whoever the, like, heavyweight champion was that Creed kind of brought up. Sure. Um, if he'd been kind of like, oh, look, bro, look, I, I did it. Like, I'm I'm here. And then Creed got angry. I think that would have been made, like, and, like, they just kind of, like, didn't understand each other and weren't accepting the, the outcome instead of him just being a cartoon villain towards the middle of it. It would have been so much better. Mm. It would have been way more complex and, like, I don't know, like, because towards the first half of it, it's like, oh, this is actually, like, there's there's a complexity, it's, a, it's well acted, and then it just kind of gives all of that up, I think. Yeah, I think... Um, and, and, and makes the final fight less, 
it, like almost less emotional. I I don't know. It was it just kind of took a lot away from me. I agree um, with the the Jonathan Majors Dame. We should call him. Um, I think mm, his character Dame. does. There's a there's a real weird moment between that fight and yeah when he's on the beach being like you must be punchy doing his like big old <laughs> cartoonish Jonathan Majors face where like I think I think you're actually right where if they had made that moment emphasized it more where that's where their rift kind of comes from and not that like he was always bad like he was always a dickhead and he you know tricked him and broke Drago's hand or whatever I think that would have been better because also in that scene I was kind of confused why Adonis was angry or at least like like outwardly sort of aggressive towards Dame. Yeah. Because it's like, mm-hmm. you, like were you? Ex- I guess you were expecting him to lose, but you can't like get mad at him for you not. It's a you boxing. Can't be angry fight. with your friend. You, it's a boxing fight, exactly. You can't. And, <laughs> like I get he cheated or whatever, but like, I bet he didn't even cheat that much. You know, like he, he threw in a, a cheeky elbow. It's you know, it is what it he is. He did, but he got he got penalized for it. Yeah, you know. Mm. Like at the end there, when it, it's like, were you expecting him to throw the fight? Like you can't be that mad at him for you put him in a fight like <laughs> exactly it's it's based if anything it's your fault and it's and like uh, the whole letters like that his mom kept from him again super interesting thing that they just didn't really i don't think they utilized well enough i think that could get it could again have been made into a more kind of i think what Cree 2 did very well was that you kind of saw the very emotional part of the villain side of it as well where it's like you there wasn't a directly like bad guy that you could hate. Whereas because he suddenly just turns out of nowhere, just like he's been close to the family, he's been going to the events and stuff like that. Like, obviously, you know he's been like he's jealous and stuff like that. But I think that they just like emphasize that more instead of yeah turning him into this Looney Tunes esque thing, <laughs> which is what it was from my point of view. It would have been so much better. Sure, yeah. Before we dive more into that, should we just say though, give give him his flowers, Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan. Very good in this movie, very especially good. in the first very half. They have a very mm-hmm. like I, that's why we're excited about their Pacino De Niro type collaborations because they're very mm-hmm. good together. They have a, a very natural, very good back and forth on screen chemistry. They are very natural, and he's just he's so also good. Both Jonathan very Major. fit and beautiful, <laughs> and both just very sexy men. I wouldn't mind if they had <laughs> a mud wrestling match. Um, I would not mind grating some cheddar <laughs> on them abs. <laughs> um, I think yeah, the first half of the movie. I do think it was very good in setting stuff up. Again, maybe because my cinema kind of made it hard to get into it. I did think it was a little bit weirdly paced in general. I think it's like kind of, I don't know, a bit slow to the start. And then the end feels kind of like, oh, we're doing all the things. We're doing training and then final fight. Mm-hmm. And then the fight's over. And you're like, oh, that's already done. But if I, I want to do my positives first. There were some like quite thoughtful moments and like some some good buildup of their relationship, of Creed's relationship with, you know, Bianca and... Also, I like Bianca's mm-hmm. development of, like, she's not just kind of this random love interest side character. Like, her storyline throughout the movies of her music producing and her hearing loss and how they there's even, like, mention of, you know, her family life. It's kind of, like, in the background isn't great. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was all quite good. Um, I, like, I like that stuff as well, yeah. And I think, uh, I guess we should talk boxing scenes later specifically. I do have a couple notes here. Um, Ooh, please hit me with them. I was going to say... On again, yeah, because mo- most of my notes are sort of like nitpicky things. So I'd like to say overall, I did enjoy the movie. I did like it. I did think it was quite good. Um, but just mm-hmm. a couple things. When you were talking about the letters scene, 
Uh, I've just uh-huh. <laughs> written here explosion at mom, <laughs> which is kind of an unfortunate <laughs> note. Um, but I did think like uh, that didn't explosion at mom <laughs> can be taken in many different directions. Also Stallone's favorite website. <laughs> but I did think <laughs> that was like weird. Mo- it's still Stallone's email. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Stallone explosion at mom.com. I think like that was kind of weird where I was like, I don't know. In the first movie, he's so like young, and he has this like anger inside of him, and you really like you get that. Like he acts like a dick for a lot of that movie, but like you get it and you like sympathize. And this one, I'm kind of like, mm. ah, you're like 35 or whatever. Like, are you really like yelling at your mom because you found this? Like, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? It just felt like a kind of random like, I hate you. You never treated me like one of your kids. You're never my mom or whatever. I was like. Bro, what? Like, like okay. this is not this is not an appropriate reaction. What did you think of uh, the Mama Creed death? I like the Mama Creed. Oh, the de- oh. <laughs> I like that scene. It was it was great. Real motivational. It was very very uh, similar to Rocky's Yo scene. <laughs> Delightful. I imagine that scene. Rocky was in Yo. <laughs> That's his grand return. Only line in the movie. Creed's mom is dying. Adonis is just crying at the foot of the bed. You hear a creak. You think it's the nurse. It's Rocky in full leather outfit. Yo! In full leather gimp outfit? (laughs) I don't just own it. I rock it. Yo. (laughs) There's a reason they called me the champ. Let me show you why they call me the Italian stallion. That's Creed's mom is just slowly losing her mind and dying. I'm sorry. Slowly losing her mind and dying. So what was your favorite scene in Threed? Oh, that has to be when... That has to be when Creed's mom loses her mind and dies. Uh, to be fair, it was a very good scene. I hate that we're meaning it. That would have been so much better if we got a yo. yo. <laughs> um, that was a that was a very oh. good scene. To be fair, I think she's been great in all these movies. I think she was great here. I do think I don't know. It's not really brought up again. Like at the end, wouldn't they be like? And this was for my mom. I did it for you, ma. Yeah. But speaking, I mean, this is a terrible transition now, given that whole thing. But <laughs> oh, God. speaking of Rocky and some such. Uh, I want to talk about mm. his absence from this film, and mainly, oh Jesus! I think um, <laughs> I think it works that he's not in it. Like I think the franchise is able to continue without him. Um, but I think yeah. from a character perspective, I do think it's weird. Like just in the film's world, that he's never mentioned. Besides, like you know, they say like Rocky and Apollo did this, but like, where is he? What is he doing? Would he not? <laughs> <laughs> Would he not <laughs> call? Like, but where the fuck is he? Who's seen Rocky? He's in federal prison or something. Like, wouldn't he? <laughs> he's had this thing. He walks in and just destroys family's last moments with their loved ones by going, yo. A judge thought it was too much. Um, Like, when his mom dies, who's, you know, I mean... Adonis and him are like, you know, family, basically. Wouldn't Rocky yeah. call him and be like, hey, sorry, or come to the <laughs> fucking funeral? Like, <laughs> Adonis checks his phone. It just says, Lamau. <laughs> yeah. 
it just says in all caps, yo. <laughs> you know Rocky's in town. <laughs> He's there for a party night. He has no idea what's happening. It's a, it's a, it's a coach-esque return. <laughs> Actually, he knows exactly what's happened. That's why he's in town to party. <laughs> but I did think it was it was weird that they never mentioned... They could at least say, like, oh, yeah, yeah Rocky's, you know... Because at the end of the last movie, it's kind of implied, like, maybe he moved, you know, to Canada to be with his son or whatever. But at least, like, say that or something, you know? It's Yeah, it's weird he wouldn't... So why, 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 because why is it that Stallone isn't in this? Oh, well, should, should we get into the Stallone drama? Oh, please. So... When he, basically, Stallone wrote the first Rocky movie and came up with the whole thing on his own. But, and this is, might not be 100% accurate, this is just like a, what I've gathered. But to make, to get the film made, he sold the rights to the character to Erwin Winkler, who's like the producer of all these movies. Um, because mm. he didn't, you know, he didn't know it was going to be a franchise, he just wanted to get his movie made. And then, since then, he hasn't had the rights to Rocky, and Erwin Winkler has, and so, and you know, whatever other parties are involved... And so Rocky, they've been kind of at odds because Rocky, Rocky Stallone, he wanted to like make his own Rocky movie about like him training a new boxer or something. I think it was like a an like illegal immigrant or something. He wanted to like tell this new story and they wouldn't let him do it. Okay. Um, and then do you remember we did talk about one of my favorite things we've ever talked about when Rocky made that Instagram post? Rocky Stallone when Stallone made that Instagram post where he was mm-hmm. about like the Drago spinoff they were planning. He was like, oh, these yeah. fucking producers and they're cancerous vulture children keep picking the bones of my franchise <laughs> so i extreme. do remember and ended with all respect to dolph though <laughs> he did an interview where he said like yeah like i'm not gonna work with those fuckheads again i'm paraphrasing but he was like mm-hmm. if michael b jordan wanted to you know make creed 4 i would happily do a movie with him but i can't do it with those guys involved like he just there's too much like bad blood so he's just having a big uh-huh. old feud at the moment. Um, Ooh, big old Stallone-esque feud. Yeah, okay. with those vulture children of his. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's a... Really, really sounds bitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, another note here. <laughs> Lil Duke has only lost. I just, in relation to Rocky no longer <laughs> being his trainer, I just think it's funny that, like, in these movies... I feel like we've only ever seen Lil Duke coach fighters that get the shit beat out of them. Like, he he coaches the guy Adonis beats at the start of Creed 2. He coaches Adonis mm-hmm. when Drago beats the fuck out of him. I feel like he's only taken L's, so, like, for him to be, like, the one... I wanna, I don't I don't want to say nothing. Mm. Lil Duke sounds like a not-great coach. <laughs> I'm just saying. At the end, when Lil Duke's, like, giving him the inspirational speech, he's like, let go of the past. Let go. I'm like, Lil Duke, you're just winging this. You're, like, the result has nothing to do with you. You're, you're clearly just... <laughs> Lil Duke, you are a side of a side character. <laughs> you are the weakest link. I actually like the like actor, but yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is another thing that kind of took me out of the finale and the whole arc of the movie. They try to keep painting it like Creed is this like old man now. They're like, you're old. And oh, at yeah, the end, they're like, he's an underdog. I bet he wish he didn't come out of retirement for this. It's like, is he that old? He He's... What, they said he was 35? Is like, that well, super so old for a boxer? He's not... Re- so, like, they, he was retired for three years, which, yeah, like, so it's kind of t- long to be out, but it's not that long. Rocky retired for, like, 30 years and then came back, and it was like... That was like, oh, he's so old now. This one's like, oh, you were just the best fighter in the world. And that's the thing. I don't... Uh, the my One of my problems with the final fight 
With all the other movies, I feel like, A, it was really necessary for his character to do it, and B, he was mm -hmm. like an underdog, and you actually felt like a threat of him losing. In this one, A, I was like, you should beat this guy up pretty easily. Like, he's not... It's not... Yeah, I don't see... There's no way the, you're the underdog. Yeah, how the fuck are you the underdog? Two, like, it didn't feel like the stakes were that high, because it's like, if he loses, he just goes back to being retired. Like, it doesn't really... Like, yeah, like, personally, yeah. there's this thing. But also, in terms of personally, and, like, I guess this could apply to all the Rocky movies, I feel like their whole conflict could have resolved, been resolved with, like, a few more conversations and maybe, like, a little bit of therapy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Bianca, not great there. Well, I guess you're just gonna have to beat the <laughs> shit out <laughs> of him. Like... No, Bianca, you're the one who literally spends the entire movie whining about opening up about emotions. Yeah. And then your go-to is to fight, fight Jonathan. Yeah. That does not sound... I, I, I see a contradiction in your values here. Yeah, like, I, I think it's um, interesting they were like, Adonis can't, like, has trouble opening up and whatnot. But again, A, like, I feel like now that he's, like, they're also, like, oh, he's so old now. Like, you'd think he'd kind of matured past this. And B, yeah, then the answer to the movie is kind of like, well, I guess we do have to beat the shit out of each other then. I guess I do have to laugh at you at this beach. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> I guess I do have to be a dick at the beach. <laughs> Should have been the subtitle. Creed 3, dick at the beach. Oh god! <laughs> it's just Jonathan Majors Goodness. letting it hang. Just, it's just absolutely Jonathan Majors getting it on at the beach, <laughs> rocking out with his cock out. <laughs> I will also say, moving on to the actual fight, mm. which is every climax of these these movies. There's only so many movies you can do where that is still interesting. Like you said, I didn't think the stakes were that high in this, and also like it's boxing. I I find it entertaining, but Across how many movies is it now? Nine. Eight? Like with nine movies. <laughs> you need to like, because, you know, you want to try and like build on it a little bit, but you can't really do much more in the actual boxing, like, you know, like facet of it. Um, so every, like, uh, the last one I like the stakes because of the, like the, yeah, like the whole sun versus sun kind of thing. Um, but in this one, like, yeah, the, there's some good boxing, but... It's nothing that special. Ooh, well, I I just don't I just I, I again it's it's good box it's good boxing and very well filmed, but it's stuff we've seen before I think, and it just doesn't doesn't excite me as much anymore. Like you walk into it like okay yeah Creed's gonna win this easy. Hmm, interesting. I I agree in like a story way of like. You know the final fight's gonna go, it's back and forth, then Creed gets knocked down, then he gets up and he knocks him out, and like that's how it always goes. I think from a mm. filming from like a stylistic perspective, I do think this was quite different. Um, what with the the <laughs> anime influences, which I did wanna consult the local anime expert about. Ooh, which please. I was I was mixed on, but I'm wondering what did you think about like cause I do think at least how it was filmed and you know how the final fight is done you know, with that, like, no crowd, and it's this weird mm. anime world. <laughs> what, did, what did you think of that, specifically? Like, the style of it, at least. Again, like, the style of it was, was okay, I guess, and it did kind of emphasize, like, oh, it's us two in the moment. It's We're going back to our roots. <laughs> it's just you and me. Don't care about nothing else. But, at the same time, ah, you know? Ah. Sure. I mean, yeah, I wasn't... I, to be honest, I thought you would be more impressed by it than I was, just because you're, you know, I the was anime boy. not that impressed by it. I didn't, yeah, I thought it was like <laughs> anime boy. <laughs> interesting that they tried to switch up the style of it, but I did think there were a couple moments in that final fight where I was just like, ah, it's a little bit too 
weird and stylized like when the prison cell door comes up behind them i was like what the fuck is yeah. this like this does not it look is good weird it, it just feel like it feels a bit forced whereas like they know that they've just had a boxing match at the end of every one of these movies so it's like you know let's try and put some funky graphics and, and anime <laughs> stuff in here where it's like it's yeah it looks okay but it does feel <clears> like you know if if this wasn't the eighth or ninth of the movies and this was like a kind of standalone story they would not do that i don't think at all sure yeah i did i did like the like he can cut like they're seeing each other's weaknesses and stuff um and like the slow-mo and whatever and i did like jonathan kind Majors. of sherlock holmes-esque yes <laughs> what, what does he say uh wait discombobulate <laughs> there you go <laughs> imagine jonathan majors just leans in discombobulate just smacks him he leans in sweeps the ring <laughs> um this the prison cell is actually the cage holding the bear. <laughs> bear um i did think yeah i i did um i did like just jonathan majors's like i've seen some like some memes and stuff kind of making fun of it. just his general demeanor his just like mean mugging kind of vibe was good i also mm-hmm. i've written here dame's goofy ass boxing style but I guess it works because he's been in jail for so long. So like, because like whatever the fuck exactly. this is, this See, that, guarding thing, that, again, that is not that a thing so you can weird. do in boxing. <laughs> like, it was so weird. But I honestly see that's something I actually kind of like because mm. they switched it up a little bit, and it was like that kind of did show that he's like, he's this, uh, what's it like, unrefined gem. He's yeah, he's 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 got the power, but he's clearly just like more of a street fighter than he is a boxer he yeah, goes, yeah. <laughs> um, i mean like none of the boxing has ever been that realistic but some of that i was at first i was like what the fuck is he doing but then i was like okay i guess it kind of <laughs> kind of makes sense um yeah i like i like that part weirdly again you can you can tell who's the fighting uh like the guy who likes watching fighting things here the guy who's just <laughs> jonathan majors did the thing no i i jonathan majors crosses arms in front of his face it's very cool he's a dick at the beach um <laughs> the last thing i'll say oh, i mean i i mean i was gonna say the final training montage as i'm a training montage rocky connoisseur i did think mm. was kind of bare bones it was like okay that was a training montage it wasn't anything that you know yeah it was solid however uh-huh. we did get in a way our our big wish for this movie of a creed big nasty team up it wasn't exactly we did it wasn't like a rocky apollo we did, but we did get a we did get a Big nasty. They they did they, they did do a little like uh, are you, is your hand good like good enough to beat you uh, and then they start making out passionately in the ring and then they while, start just <laughs> while little Duke watches. <laughs> but yeah, I did I did of course enjoy the Drago return. Although it is kind of funny when like <laughs> they're like buddy buddy and then Creed's sort of acting a little bit annoying and then Drago just fucking drops him. I'm like I don't know if that's <laughs> proper <laughs> sparring etiquette, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Little Duke like sitting with his popcorn. Hey, that's not etiquette. <laughs> Little Duke, the most useless man. Um, but anyway, overall, Creed three. <laughs> Little Duke, <laughs> I did enjoy. Uh, I think I was a little disappointed because, of course, I love the first two so much. I think it's solid. It's definitely my least favorite of the three. I'd probably go yeah, me too. A seven point nine to an eight point one out of ten. I know I could say eight, but that's mm. too easy. Um, somewhere around there. <laughs> I like it difficult. <laughs> but yeah, something like that. Mm. Uh, uh, just quickly on the training montage thing. Sure. The best training montage, I dare say, is either Rocky 3 or Rocky 4. I would go Rocky 3, personally. I mean, 
personally, where he's trading with Apollo. That, that's I, w- I would go Creed just for like personal bias, but objectively, Rocky Three because Rocky Three has Eye of the Tiger. Rocky Three has it does. There is no tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very good. It's, some could say the Sigma grind mindset. <laughs> God. Uh, well, I, I would give this one. <laughs> Adrian, I got the Sigma grind mindset. You can't stop me. Yo, bear. <laughs> Mama Creed is lying there in the bed, taking her last breath. Sylvester leans in. Bear. <laughs> the bear leaps in. Mama Creed is taking her last breath. Adonis, come here. I need to tell you something that I never told anyone before. What is it, Ma? Anything? Bear. <laughs> it flies into frame. It being Stallone. It's, it's so powerful. It's like Banshee from the X-Men. He's just blasted backwards. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway, yeah. Creed 3. Lachigar Boltagon style. <laughs> uh, I give this... I give uh, 3... I'm going to say 17 Jonathan Majors out of half a bear. <laughs> I'm going to say out of... No, no, sorry. 17 Jonathan Majors out of two last rattling breaths of Mama Creed. <laughs> so fucked up. It was such an emotional scene, too. You, you started it. God, I'm so sorry. She's alive in real life, so it's okay. Um, we're now... <laughs> <laughs> in memory of Ray. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, imagine that. Her Mama Creed's final scene is her guts being eaten by the cocaine bear. <laughs> by Jonathan Richards. <laughs> Adonis walks in. He just sees him absolutely ravaging it. He just sees him. The Channing Tatum dog-esque kind of activities. Hammer. <laughs> Mama Creed is smiling for some reason. <laughs> Lil Duke is there. <laughs> That's her final word. <laughs> oh my god, Lil Duke is there. Just looks up. Duke. <laughs> some people see their life flash before their eyes. All Mama Creed saw was Lil Duke. <laughs> Honestly, she's talking to him when really all she's seeing is in fact Lil Duke. <laughs> oh Jesus! God. All right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it is what a terrifying, terrifying <laughs> phenomenon to think you're doing anything at all, and then it turns out it's all being influenced and directed at Lil Duke. The world's worst boxing coach. <laughs> That's what it said in the manuscript. Sorry, you'll be playing a Lil Duke, the world's worst boxing coach. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, it is now time for... The <laughs> Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Well, this is from Daily Mail. So, you know, I don't know if that's a good source or not, but it does say exclusive. Top Gun Maverick star Tom Cruise refused to attend the Oscars, quote, to avoid award run-in with ex-wife Nicole Kidman, despite the smash hit movie that saved Hollywood being nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> Sorry, it sounded like I like fucking came halfway through that sentence. I'm just out of breath. <laughs> Sorry. Despite <laughs> the award-winning movie. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to assume this is probably just some celebrity gossip bullshit, but um, who cares, I, I thought him and... And Nicole were on, on decent terms. I think so, maybe, but he's also surprised in the UK filming a Mission Impossible movie, which is literally all he's Off. ever done. So, yeah, whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> he needs to get some hobbies. <laughs> I, think I feel like he's had so many hobbies, and now they've just blended into being what he does for a living with his movies. Yeah, you need to separate work from pleasure, my guy. Um, sorry. <laughs> Don't get on that little Duke train, please. <laughs> Uh, we're now gonna get into the, get into the Little Duke train, <laughs> a horrific pornography film. Um, we're now gonna get into the announcements and such. Um, we're gonna do some comments first. Actually, let's see if there's anything on the fan page. There's not. Okay, <clears throat> we do some comments first of all. This is from episode one seven six because we didn't get to that last time. Um, Al Feld says one thing about. The date this pod was posted on is that this marks the five-year anniversary of Pod 18, which was the one that featured you guys talking about the Venom trailer, Dark Baloo, and the birth of the Cump. Also, for Freddy, this one reviewer on YouTube called The Nostalgia Critic is doing a Pirates of the Caribbean-themed month and just did the first film. All I'm saying is be prepared for him to talk about Thwaites, Caius Cotillario, and Pirates, a.k.a. Fishface, <laughs> a.k.a. Fucking Fishman, a.k.a. Bardem. Pirates. Many names for Bardem there. Uh... First of all, yeah, what a what an anniversary. Big pod, that one. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for the reminder. And I am familiar with the Nostalgic Critic, and he is a, an interesting character. Um, with, is that in a, in a good way or a bad way? Uh, tough to say, really. We're going to move on to Shrumpy, but thank you, Al. Uh, Shrumpy says, I was honestly having a pretty rough week, but my face lit up when I saw a new episode posted. Love your guys' work, even if I'm not in on many of the running jokes. <laughs> Um, and Josie says, I was having a rough time too, and I agree. Hope things get better. Shrumpy says, thank you, same. Hope things get better. Josie says, I appreciate it. First of all, just a lot of wholesomeness. Very wholesome interaction. I'd love to see this. Good good support all around. Hope you both are doing great, and we really appreciate it, and glad we could help. And yeah, I realize (laughs) literally 90% of the pod is just running jokes that like if you've skipped maybe 30 seconds of an announcements and such you won't understand and i'd like to apologize for that <laughs> but um yeah. but it is what it is hopefully this one's quite contained we've never mentioned little duke before now so <laughs> hopefully you can enjoy that but um, but we will in future i'm certain <laughs> yeah you will come up very often but no uh glad you enjoyed <laughs> josie says fun fact i was discussing quantum mania with some friends of mine and i mentioned that the kang in that movie is much better than in loki and i hated that kang and as soon as i said that my friends were acting like i hated ghostbusters afterlife it was so controversial it was kind of hilarious you have some could say the best takes um don't listen to your friends and the worst friends your friends are on some some little duke shit <laughs> but, you know make up that way you will aka aka losing <laughs> Uh, ZJ says, great pod, also a porno where you're two f- where you two F your female selves would be better than Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Interesting take. Hard to disagree. But not wrong at all. Um, thanks for the support, I suppose. 
Josie says... Would you have sex with a female version of yourself? We literally had like a 20-minute conversation about this on this pod. I know, but I, for, I forget what the answer was. The answer, I mean, my first answer was no, but I have thought about it since, um, and it's gone up to yes. I do think I actually asked some of my friends about this as well. I think they all said yes, <laughs> whether they'd have sex with a female <laughs> version of me, that is. Um, ah. Anyway. Great friends. <laughs> <laughs> Josie says, here's my ranking. I haven't seen I'm Groot. Number eight, She-Hulk, attorney at flaw. Damn. Got him good. Ooh, Number nice. seven, mid-Marvel. Ooh. He's Ooh. on a hot streak. Number six, Falcon has trouble with a boat. <laughs> One of my favorite shows. Number five, <laughs> what if this show was better? Ooh, he's coming Ooh. so hard. Um, <laughs> number four, Hawkeye hits his jingle bells. Uh, number three, Wanda has no vision. Dang. Number two, Ooh. Loki with a terrible Kang. And number one, Big Hippo. So a lot of <laughs> great stuff there, Josie. I really enjoyed that, honestly. Um, <laughs> Big Hippo. <laughs> uh, Clockwork Frame says, if you want to see Tom Cruise have a genuine emotion in a film, I recommend uh, Magnolia. Cruise is only a supporting character. But it's widely considered one of his best roles, and he's giving a very nutty performance in quite a lot of his scenes, especially early on. I have seen some clips, and I do think okay. it would be a, a good Tom Cruise nuttiness one. Anson says, I haven't seen She-Hulk, but here's my ranking from best to worst. Loki, Moon Knight, Hawkeye, WandaVision, Ms. Marvel, Falcon, Winter Soldier, What If? Not a bad ranking. Appreciate Not you sharing. Daniel at the Movies says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the Paul Bettany-esque work. Very nice. Ooh. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> uh, thank you, Daniel. But the Jake Paul hate, I was not a fan of. Ooh. Do we have Ooh. a Jake Pauler in do the we audience? Have a, do we have a Pauler in the audience? We about to, we about to block this man? Uh, yes, he's not the best <laughs> boxer in the world, and he 100% has things he can work on. But what he has done and what he's going to do, in my opinion, you have to respect it. The way he knocked out Woodley and going all eight rounds and outboxing Anderson Silva and then knocking him down the last one. Come on. Yes, the fight with Tommy wasn't his best performance by a mile, but he did last all eight rounds. He did knock down Tommy in the last round with a jab, and Tommy never hurt Jake in any way. He never knocked him out or wobbled him, and the fact that the YouTuber did that to a professional boxer, you have to respect that. And I think he would do so much better in the rematch, in my opinion, and he still knocks out KSI Cold, in my opinion. Hashtag bring back sex in film. <laughs> Incest? Question mark. <laughs> so the comment took a, took a strange turn at the end there. Um, no, I mean, some, some fair points. You have points. to get a lot of things off his chest there. Yeah, some fair points. I think, uh, and this may anger you, and I hate to do that to, you know, one of our kindest uh, and most supportive fans. But as I said in the pod, like all those points are probably true. And you're like in a debate, you probably win this. You're probably right. But also, I just don't like him. <laughs> so I refuse. I just, hey, I, yeah, like a lot, a lot of the time, our vision is, is blurred mm. by the fact that he's just a bit of a dick. Like think about, think about the most annoying person you know in like your class or your work or whatever. And they make a really funny joke. And you kind of want to laugh. But you're also like, I fucking like, hate that ah. guy. So you, Gary did good, you, but at the same time, just like, ah. Gary slept with my wife, so I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't want to do that. So there is that. So yeah, uh, that's yeah, that, that's that. But thank you, Daniel. Cal W says, BHL not liking the last episode of Loki is such a rare BHL up there with Encanto. First of all, uh, I was fine with Encanto. I think you're thinking of Freddy. Second of all, it's a huge <laughs> BHW. How dare you? The last episode of Loki sucks what some could call donkey dick. Um... <laughs> but I respect your opinion. Uh, and then, finally, the comments on the Harry Potter quiz episode, which was one from the bank. Um, mm. uh, 
first of all, Alfeld says the same thing from last time because we didn't read that one out. So, yeah, hooray for the anniversary. Also, did you hear John Bernthal is coming back as Frank Castle for the new Daredevil Disney Plus show? Uh, actually, I Ooh. did forget to put this in the news. So, yeah, that is exciting. Um, yeah, curious to see what they do with him in a Disney Plus show for such a, you know, a violent character. But I'm always here mm-hmm. for a Bernthal Dare. I do worry they'll do like a Ber- Bernthal Daredevil team up the same way they did a Falcon and Winter Soldier team up where they kind of suck the magic out of it a little bit. Yeah, they better not. Kean says, but yes, I, I am excited about that. Kean says, the quiz episodes are finally back in business. And Daniel says, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the uh, slight <laughs> support there, which we do not deserve. Um, no support whatsoever deserved there. <laughs> Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the Ron-esque work. Deserved, I guess. We were both Ron. Thank you, Daniel. One of the funniest episodes, top three at least, there were some moments that had me crying because I was laughing so hard. Something about the Harry Potter universe that brings out your great sense of humor, humor even more. Thank you. And we all know that BHL will be Voldemort for obvious reasons. Ah. I believe that's a nose, ah, nose jab. It's a... It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, and the fact that Freddy is Ron is perfect. I agree. Fits him so well. Dobby. Uh, and my main character... And my character is Dumbledore. My house is Gryffindor. Well, Damn. All right, way to flex oh, on us. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ron suits you very well. By the way, I'm Dumbledore. <laughs> P.S. What are your predictions for Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Davis happening at the end of April? Big boxing match coming up. Very excited for that one. Um, I do think Gervonta Davis is probably going to win, but I don't think it will be as easy as people think it will be. And I think Ryan Garcia has a better chance than people are giving him. Also, Gervonta Davis is a garbage person, so I hope he loses. Uh, um, is Ryan Garcia the guy who punched Jake Paul in the stomach and like yes he, he's made him go to the hospital he's the big like influencer kind of boxer but he's actually like a good boxer as well he's actually very good uh-huh. and Javante Davis is amazing yeah. as well but he's also kind of a scumbag um, and finally All right. Josie says I got serious black and I'm in Gryffindor also this got me crying laughing you both got the grint and both are in Hufflepuff you're truly meant for each other really embarrassing this <laughs> all like truly tragic I'm actually upset um, but Anyway, <laughs> I, I forgot we were both <laughs> But I'm glad you enjoyed, Joe. Uh, so, that's the episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of Creed 3 of Cocaine Bear of the Oscars of this episode. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating, a nice review. Tell your friends about the pod. Um, yeah. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at FTK underscore Thwilms. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Little bear. <laughs> I was genuinely wondering which one is he gonna go for, and you you somehow managed you to pull them you both. You didn't off. suspect the combo. <laughs> no one ever does with the little bear. <laughs>